April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 24th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. The Washington Post reports that Russia now effectively controls Bakhmut in eastern Ukraine, where thousands of Russian and Ukrainian soldiers died in the war's longest and bloodiest battle. But it is unclear that Moscow's disjointed forces will be able to hold the decimated city amid a Ukrainian counterattack that has already begun. For now, Russia appears to control what's left of the city, once home to some 70,000 people, though a spokesman for Ukraine's Eastern Military Command insisted Tuesday that Kyiv's troops still held small positions on Bakhmut's southwestern edge and were fighting Russian forces on the outskirts. In any case, Russia's victory celebration may be brief, military analysts said, with Bakhmut potentially following the fate of Izium, Lyman, Kyrsyn, and other cities occupied by Russia only to be retaken by Ukraine. Moscow's fighting forces are stretched thin after months of significant losses and riven by internal rivalries. According to reporting from the BBC, the United States has distanced itself from an incursion into Russia, which Moscow says ended in the defeat of armed insurgents who entered from Ukraine. Parts of the border region of Belgorod came under attack on Monday in one of the largest cross-border raids since Russia invaded its neighbor last year. Russia later released pictures of abandoned or damaged Western military vehicles, including U.S.-made Humvees. The U.S. insisted it did not encourage or enable strikes inside of Russia. A State Department spokesman acknowledged reports circulating on social media and elsewhere that U.S.-supplied weapons had been used, but said his country was skeptical at this time of the veracity of these reports. In a news briefing on Tuesday, Matthew Miller added, It is up to Ukraine to decide how to conduct this war. Some Ukrainian military experts and bloggers have suggested that the images of destroyed U.S. vehicles released by Russia could have been staged. Villages in Belgorod near the border were evacuated after coming under fire. Russia says 70 attackers were killed and has insisted the fighters were Ukrainian. But Kyiv denies involvement, and two Russian paramilitary groups opposed to Russia President Vladimir Putin say they were behind the incursion. White House aides privately estimate they may need to deliver as many as 100 Democratic votes to ensure an eventual debt limit deal can pass the narrowly divided House, two people familiar with the matter told Politico. 
the informal projection is driven by lingering doubts among Biden officials over House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's ability to convince the vast majority of Republicans to back a bipartisan agreement and the expectation that dozens of the GOP's most conservative members are poised to rebel against any sign of a compromise. The realization that the party might need to supply a sizable percentage of the House votes to avert an economically disastrous default, not to mention passage in the Democratic-controlled Senate, has increasingly shaped the White House's negotiating strategy. Aides have hardened their stance against certain GOP-proposed budget cuts and social welfare restrictions for fear of sparking a revolt among Democrats they may ultimately need to support a deal. McCarthy has continually urged his caucus to stay united in the debt ceiling fight, noting that their hand has been strengthened by their ability to pass a bill last month that lifted the borrowing cap in exchange for far-reaching spending cuts. But he also knows that a portion of GOP members will vote against any compromise bill having called the legislation they passed the floor, not the ceiling. Elsewhere, according to the New York Times, the nation's top health official issued an extraordinary public warning on Tuesday about the risks of social media to young people, urging a push to fully understand the possible harm to the mental health and well-being of children and adolescents. In a 19-page advisory, the United States Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murthy noted that the effects of social media on adolescent mental health were not fully understood and that social media can be beneficial to some users. Nonetheless, he wrote, there are ample indicators that social media can also have a profound risk of harm to the mental health and well-being of children and adolescents. The report included practical recommendations to help families guide children's social media use. It recommended that families keep mealtimes and in-person gatherings free of devices to help build social bonds and promote conversation. It suggested creating a family media plan to set expectations for social media use, including boundaries around content and keeping personal information private. Dr. Murthy also called on tech companies to enforce minimum age limits and to create default settings for children with high safety and privacy standards, and he urged the government to create age-appropriate health and safety standards for technology platforms. Reuters reports that Russia's prime minister signed a set of agreements with China on Wednesday during a trip to Beijing, describing bilateral ties at an unprecedented high despite disapproval from the West of their relationship as the war in Ukraine dragged on. With the war in Ukraine in its second year, and Russia increasingly feeling the weight of Western sanctions, Moscow is leaning on Beijing for support, far more than China on Russia, feeding on Chinese demand for oil and gas. The pressure from the West has shown no sign of easing, with the Group of Seven Nations' weekend declaration singling both countries out on a plethora of issues including Ukraine. The memorandums of understanding signed, including an agreement to deepen investment cooperation in trade services, a pact on export of agricultural products to China, and another on sports cooperation. Russia's energy shipments to China are projected to rise 40% this year, 
and the two countries are discussing technological equipment supplies to Russia, Interfax News Agency reported. According to the AP, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, an outspoken cultural conservative long seen as Donald Trump's leading rival for the Republican nomination, is set to launch his 2024 presidential campaign on Wednesday. The 44-year-old Republican governor plans to announce his decision in an online conversation with Twitter CEO Elon Musk, according to two people with knowledge of the decision. They spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity because they weren't authorized to discuss the announcement publicly. The audio-only event will be streamed on Twitter Spaces beginning at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. He will follow up with a round of primetime appearances on conservative programs, including Fox News and Mark Levin's radio show. DeSantis will join a crowded Republican contest to decide whether the party will move on from Trump in 2024 as it works to retake the White House from President Joe Biden. In lighter news from the UPI, a leaping llama belonging to an Italian farmer broke a Guinness World Record when he jumped over a bar placed at a height of 4 feet 3 inches. The llama attempted to break the high jump record twice, but touched the bar both times. His owner theorized the TV studio might have been affecting the llama's focus, so the decision was made to make a third attempt in a calmer environment. A Guinness World Records adjudicator visited the owner's farm five days later, and the llama easily cleared the bar. The owner, Walter Mayer, said he discovered the llama's talent for jumping after the animal jumped out of a horse pen with four-foot, six-inch walls. He is a fine, majestic stallion with strong legs, great colors, an impressive fleece, and, very important, a good character, Mayer told the Guinness World Records. If you have a strange but true story you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.